0: Yo, peeps, it's Icardavo, and you are listening to the Retrocast. Boya!
1: Hey, guys, and welcome to the Retrocast. A portion of today's episode is coming from Supernova. Supernova recently hit one million superfans on social media. First of all, first piece of news today is that Ryan Reynolds has signed on for Deadpool 2.
2: Sorry, I had to throw that in there.
1: I'm super excited for this. Anyone who knows me knows that I counted down for Deadpool 1, and everyone was glad when that was over. But rumors had already come out about Deadpool 2, and I was like, nope. It's not over, new countdown has begun, the new countdown, and we're going to get ready for it because I'm sure in a year and a half we'll have the next one.
2: You got your Deadpool suit ready? Yep. Got everything all sorted?
1: Yeah, I'm ready for it. Okay, speaking of Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds has won an MTV Movie Award for Best Comedic Performance in Deadpool.
2: Which, I think we all knew that was coming. Yeah,
1: he rightfully deserved it.
2: Most definitely. Um,
1: Deadpool did not win movie of the year. Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens did. Yeah. Which was also justified because, despite some of the negative backlash, which I don't think was fair, Star Wars The Force Awakens was a good movie. and.
2: Yeah, I can understand that with the whole criticism... Of the movie, and then yeah. with Star Wars, but Star Wars in general was a good movie, so it, yeah. it definitely earned well, people that. People were
1: saying it was too similar to the original, to aspects of the original trilogy.
2: Well, I mean, and, it's, and it's Star it just, Wars, I mean.
1: And as I said to someone I spoke to recently, you were either gonna get something familiar or you were gonna get something that was very much like the prequels. Yeah. That's like, choo- choose one of your evils. You're not gonna. You're either going to get one or the other. You, yeah,
2: you kind of both or you can't have neither. You,
1: you can't, you know, completely scrap the issues. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's good that Ryan Reynolds won the MTV Movie Award for Best Comedic Performance. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. really good because he's really funny and he was really funny in Deadpool. Oh, yeah,
2: he definitely deserved it.
1: Yeah, and I think it's really good that Star Wars The Force Awakens won Movie of the Year because... It really sets a precedent for what the other movies could achieve, especially Rogue One. Um, The trailer for that came out last week sometime.
2: Yes, it did.
1: And there's one negative thing I heard about it, and I kind of agree with it, that there's no lightsabers in the trailer, which I find a little weird for for a Star Wars film.
2: I was just going to say, I never actually noticed any of that in the trailer itself, so that is a bit unusual. But
1: the storyline itself is really good, and the casting that they've chosen is really good.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, how can you have a Star Wars movie without lightsabers?
1: I I I think the movie will have lightsabers, it's just the fact that it's not in the trailer
2: is a little bit strange. You would automatically assume, or have the idea that, oh yeah, there's going to be lightsabers in the trailer, but when you don't see it, you're just like, well, this is going to be an interesting Star Wars movie.
1: Yeah. Moving on, we will move to The Flash. Andrew Kreisberg, the producer, has said the possibility of another crossover between The Flash and Supergirl is possible on Earth-1. Many have speculated that it won't actually be Supergirl and that it will be the alternate version who is called power girl what's your opinion on this personally i think it should be supergirl they should find a way to bring supergirl over instead of setting up more stuff
2: yeah i think considering just,
1: it's going to be the same actress anyway
2: yeah well i think just stick with the storyline with supergirl in it because yeah they obviously done a good job in the in the first crossover. Yeah. So there's no point in jumbling more different characters into this so-called Earth One and make the whole thing confusing. Just... Yeah. I don't know. I like something simple but in good detail.
1: I feel like if you're going to... If you set up that it's a different universe, you're already going to have the actress come in. Why not get her to do the character she's already doing instead of...
2: Exactly.
1: Instead of getting Melissa Benoist to do a, a different, a completely different character.
2: Yeah. It's the only sh-
1: problem is, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like, it's okay. the only problem is the the idea of how would you get Supergirl to Earth One, but. Yeah. Because she didn't have the ability to go between no, universes. She didn't. That was that was.
2: Yeah. The thing. That'd be tricky. Like, I mean, so, if they if they find out a way to do it, then. It'll turn out alright, but...
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's... I don't know, I'm still up in the air about it, the whole thing. Like, it'd be good if they did it. It'd yeah. be fantastic. And... Yeah, I'd love it. Go through it. it. The,
1: the first one was really good.
2: It's just connecting them to them again to yeah. be in the same... Yeah. ...earth. It's kind of like, how are you going to do it this time? Sort of thing.
1: Yeah.
2: But I reckon it'll be good.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I I just worry that they're getting a bit too keen on
2: you, yeah, know, you know,
1: keeping you know. characters like reusing characters in ultimate versions. I think they're just getting a bit too
2: throw yeah. throw away with that. Maybe if they Like a
1: character died on Arrow recently. I'm not gonna say because I don't know who's seen that episode and who hasn't. I, and they're planning to bring it back on the Flash as an alternate version, so I feel like they're just getting too throwaway with that.
2: Yeah, maybe if they left it to do later on in the series instead of just yeah recently. Well, well, not... the
1: Supergirl one won't happen until next year, or oh. no, next season. But the um, the Arrow one, the character died last week. And there's already talks of her coming back onto the Flash Ooh, as an alternate version one, like this season.
2: Yeah. So, uh, it would be best if they d- pushed it to maybe the next season. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's it's it it's tricky. Like you can have it either way, but like you said, I think it's too soon. Like they've already done super, like Supergirl, that crossover. Do they really need to push? For more crossovers within this season. Um
1: but
2: like they can't extend it unless something Well, drastically one, that, happens. One's, that one's not a
1: crossover, it's it's just their are reusing of cast, it's just a bit oh, okay. annoying. But
2: Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing it's just
1: Well, I don't consider it as much of a crossover. Considering the character's now dead from our and also those the the whole thing is so connected anyway.
2: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, but I mean, yeah, it's
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, staying in the DC universe, we're going to talk about Batman the Killing Joke. Now, I know I've mentioned this in the last episode and I gave my opinion on the trailers and uh, I was trying to be really brief about it, but Jazz hasn't given her opinion and I'd like to I'm push, actually it, ex- push it over to you. I'm to actually
2: excited for this. It's, it's dark the way I like it, so... Yeah. When I saw the trailer, I at first it gave me the impression that the Joker was making a cult, which obviously he wasn't. He was making a team, but just how they portrayed the trailer, it's just oh, it was like he was recruiting everyone to just have a go at Batman and I don't know, the whole thing looked really awesome and I'm getting more excited about watching more and more of it especially the fight scene with Batman and Joker man some of the punches they were throwing at each other were pretty hectic
1: yeah i'm looking forward to it they've they've kept really true to some of the imagery yeah like someone's taken like a screen cap so probably on the production side obviously is taking a screen cap of certain parts of the film version of killing joke and putting it next to an image from the comic and it looks almost identical so they've kept very much along the same lines with the visuals, which is good.
2: Yeah. And I'm
1: just hoping they don't, like, stray from the story in any capacity because it's an already going story. Like, they can add to it because, you know, apparently there's places that they can flesh that out and and add to the story according to them. But I don't want them to change anything. So they can add to it and add backstory, but the moment you take it in a different direction, I think that will be the problem.
2: Yeah, you can't really change it too much because with we've, we've some fans that prefer books over movies or movies over books, you want to stay true to its original format. And when you break away from it, it kind of throws the whole thing off. So I'm kind of hoping they still stick to the original.
1: So now let's hear from some cosplayers from Supernova this past weekend. So just starting with your name and if you have a cosplay page.
3: Yep, Charlotte and Ella Girl Cosplay.
1: (laughs) Your current cosplay obviously Harley-friendly for audio
3: purposes.
1: (laughs) What are you most excited about with this Supernova? I
3: like dressing up mainly.
1: Yeah. Seeing any guests this Supernova?
3: I saw John Leeson. Got him Sam K9.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Favorite comic. I love the Harley and Ivy
3: ones. They're pretty
1: funny. Yeah. Favorite TV show. <laughs>
0: Probably
1: Doctor Who. Favorite video game. Yeah.
3: Uh, at the moment, it's Batman Arkham Knight.
1: Any plans for future cosplays? <laughs> if so, what kind <laughs> are they for? <laughs>
3: No, I don't have any future ones in plan yet that I haven't done
1: yet, Favourite cosplay so far? Probably this one because it's comfortable. (laughs) Favourite supernova memory?
3: My first supernova. Yeah. Okay, um, my name is Kate. Um, I don't actually have a cosplay page. <laughs> I haven't had one for years, yeah. so you just have to find me around. <laughs> okay.
1: Your current cosplay? Fiona from
3: Adventure Time.
1: Okay. That's so great. Um, what, are, what are you most excited about this Super yes.
3: <laughs> um, i just hanging out with people,
1: being a bit of a nerd, yeah. same as usual. Yeah. Um, seeing the guests at Super Noble.
3: I would like to see Jade and Ryan from Fuse TV. Um but that's pretty much about it. The other guests I was keen on pulled out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Favourite comic book?
3: My favourite comic book at the moment would have to be Rat Queens.
1: Favourite TV show?
3: Vikings. Absolutely (laughs) obsessed.
1: What's that about? Um,
3: It's basically telling the story of just like back in um, that era, just the Vikings and um, well-known Vikings throughout history and just their story.
1: Awesome. Favourite game?
3: Probably Chrono Cross. It's an old one but a fabulous one.
1: Any plans okay. for future cosplays? If so, for what form?
3: Um, I'm really hoping to get um, a cosplay together for of Lagatha from Vikings. So, just to be a shield maiden would be
1: awesome. Favorite cosplay so far?
3: I did a death knight, like an undead death knight from World of Warcraft a few years ago, yeah. and that was fantastic. I loved it.
1: Favorite supernova memory?
3: I don't have anything specific. Over the years they've all merged together. Yeah. Um, but I've met so many beautiful
1: people. So yeah, just okay. all the people I've met. That's great. Yeah. I am currently dressed as the Joker from The Killing Joke. What are you most excited about this Supernova? Meeting K9, which I already did yesterday, but I'm going to do it again today. That's great. Yeah. Favourite comic book? The Killing Joke, yeah. Oh, Deadpool as well. well yeah, pattern. yeah. Favourite TV show? Doctor Who? I'm, um, favourite video game? Ooh, Kingdom Hearts. Ooh. Um, Any future, uh, future cosplays? If so, for what part? The Ice King, because I need to go and find all the lovely princesses. <laughs> um, and for what
3: Ah, uh, Probably Oz Comic Con. I hear there's a lot of princess
1: action. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> favourite cosplay so far? Doctor. Yeah. Well, I am getting quite fond of this joker. Uh. Yeah. His favourite Supernova memory, Mr overall. Ooh. Going up on stage with, uh, Madame Bastrop. That's good. Okay, now we're going to talk about Daredevil. Charlie Cox, the actor who plays Daredevil in the Netflix series, has come out and said that Defenders will be filming late this year. What is your opinion on this?
2: To be honest, this is the first time I've heard about it. I mean, we were discussing this before the podcast and, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I mean, it feels like that they're making it sooner.
1: Yeah, they're really... I wasn't expecting this at all. I sort of thought it was going to come, you know, next year or the year after.
2: Yeah, because... But the way they were talking about it, it was definitely going to be towards the next year mark. But...
1: Well, that's what it seemed like, because they gave Daredevil a second season.
2: Well, yeah. And
1: so I felt like they were going to do first seasons for all the characters, um, do like at least second seasons for all the characters, and then well, when they're well-established, because Daredevil became even more well-established in his second season... I feel like they would wait till that point to be like, okay, they're they're established as individual characters. Now it's time to get them together. Yeah. But it's gotten to the point where they're apparently doing it at the end of this year, which to me seems a bit early, but
2: hey, it's still good. But it's but it's
1: not. But I'm but I'm happy about it. But I just really didn't expect that news.
2: No, it it was definitely a surprise. That's for sure.
1: So now, speaking of the Marvel Netflix shows, I got to do an interview with Ika Darvel at Supernova, uh, and so here it is. What was it like playing a character who through Jessica Jones's eyes looked a lot less layered than he actually was?
0: A, a lot of that was to do with the work that I had to do, um, yeah. that wasn't necessarily in the words around how layered Ooh. Malcolm is, and. Um, yeah, so I really had to do like a lot of backstory work and really kind of push it to th- to make his arc more meaty and yeah. the, the themes that he's dealing with much more interesting. Um, and yeah,
1: how did you react when you got told the the connection between Malcolm and Kilgrave?
0: Ah, interesting. I I knew that was coming for a, a while ahead of ahead of time because I, I wasn't quite sure how. Um, exactly it was going to it was going to play out but w- when it was when i read the script i was like okay cool because i knew it was going to intertwine in these kind of interesting and intense ways so yeah um yeah yeah it was the hardest thing was actually knowing it and not because like we had to do all this press and i couldn't yeah. talk about anything yeah. because it's revealed so early in the season so uh that was the hardest thing about it
1: yeah. how much of a heads up did they give you on the character development like did they tell you from
0: the get-go or did they you know yeah yeah I mean I, I knew because I'm a series regular on the show that it was going to be a, yeah. a bigger character in the story and yeah. so from that I was able to kind of have a, a bit more of an understanding of, yeah. of where it was going to go but um I guess yeah when I got episode four in particular I just like praise the lord I was so stoked because yeah. it's such a beautiful arc of where he starts to where he finishes so yeah
1: I know they haven't announced it, but are you coming back for a season two? And if yes, what contribution do you think
0: Malcolm will bring to the Defenders side of the Marvel Universe going forward? Okay, so, first of all, fuck yes. And (laughs) second of all... um. Yeah, I Malcolm is going to become a a bigger and more integral part of the show, and I think the second season is going to have have a lot more lightness to it, a lot more of that sassy dark comedy. Yeah. um, Because now that major trauma of the Kilgrave thing has been moved through, and yeah.
1: Yeah. What's your opinion on the amount of comic book movie shows coming out this year and the following? I think it's about five years or so.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I, I think it's a very smart business choice because yeah. they know who their fans are and they know who's willing to spend the money on it. So, um, I, yeah, I, I'm, I love that they're taking it into a different arena where, as always, superhero stuff has been kind of fake. Uh, well, not fake, just very um, fantastic yeah. in, its, in its way of dealing with themes. And yeah. yeah, now it's taking it back into the real world and made yeah. it very grounded. So, I appreciate that.
1: With the recent news that Marvel shows like Cloak and Dagger and She-Hulk and that are coming out, what are your favourite Marvel shows? Are Cloak
0: and Dagger coming out?
1: Yeah. Cloak mm, and Dagger. Really? coming out. Yeah. When? Um, I don't know when they're coming out. Fuck, I and didn't know that. Reason, amazing. And for some reason they're not doing it on Netflix. Like huh? my original one that I sent to Riley, I said, <laughs> on Netflix. And then I looked at it and went, no, it's not Netflix. They're doing it on <laughs> Who something. Who's doing it? Something else. I can't Stan remember. or something. Yeah, No, probably. it's no some other company over in the US. I can okay. I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe okay. But, um,
0: Interesting. I didn't no, know that, but that's exciting.
1: So, yes. so what? the question is, what's your favourite of the, the Marvel shows? Jessica and,
0: Jones? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I kind <laughs> of know <it> besides Jessica. <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, my, my favourite Marvel Universe yeah. uh, movie or whatever is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I just yeah. think it's yeah. done so well. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah so yeah that was really good it was good to get to interview E. kiddo uh... you would have heard a bit of him at the beginning of the episode it was nice enough to do a sound clip after the interview Okay, n- now going back to the dc universe kevin smith has revealed on a fat man on batman live show that jason Muse's character will be a metahuman human and will apparently also be working ...for the bad guy of the episode.
2: Uh, this is going to
1: be awesome! Yeah. You can tell Jazz is excited. She didn't even let me finish my sentence. I'm but sorry, but that I'm That excited. I'm sorry, but so it's just going to be so fucking
2: awesome!
1: Yeah, so it's good. it's good that this information has been put out there. And uh,
2: we've, we've been... We've known that he was going to be a part of it. We just didn't know what he was going to be, whether he'd be the main... Secondary or minor character, but just knowing that those yeah. two are back in action together, it's kind of like.
1: I think we knew he wasn't going to be a main character, and we knew he wasn't going to be like a blink and you'll miss it sort of background oh, character. Oh yeah. But to be, but he could have been just a guy in the story, but they made him a metahuman, which is which is really good because the, you know, it's the Flash. Metahumans are all over the place. It's a. It's, you know, an important key thing. And for someone who likes the show, it's good that they gave him the opportunity to, to do that. And Kevin Smith was like, I didn't suggest it. They actually suggested it. So it was nice of the production team to say, hey, we've got this part. Does Jason Mewes want to do it? And he was like, does he want to do it? Of course he wants to do it, yeah. So How could was... you
2: not want to do it? Yeah, Especially no, with those two back at work together, I mean... Yeah, no. Oh, I know they're not... I know he's going to be part of a character and yeah. Kevin's going to be directing it, but just knowing that those two are going to be within the Flash, it's...
1: But, yeah, the fact that the team was like, hey, does Jason want to be a part, part of the episode? <laughs> it was like, yeah, considering, like, he's, he's the one who put... Kevin onto the show in the first place.
2: Yeah, it's just going to be really exciting. I'm just getting wait. Just
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I know, I'm probably boring you with, like, yes, we get it, Jazz. You're that fucking Deep. excited. Get fucking over it. But, I mean, it's just, oh. It's just something about those two that I cannot wait.
1: Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be really good.
2: Okay, now for the last bit of this podcast. I, Jazz, will be interviewing Edmund about his Edmund. experience about Supernova. I personally didn't go due to personal reasons, but our main star Eddie was able to go and experience the whole thing. So Eddie, yep. How was it?
1: I had a great time. I had the best time ever.
2: Yeah, out of all the days you went, what was your favorite what was your favorite experience of Supernova?
1: That's hard to pick. That really is hard to pick. Cause,
2: I know, I told you it was a good one. <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: no, I, did, I did a lot. I helped out in a booth. I did the Godawal interview. I I got autographs and photos from the Torchwood team. Well, the remaining members of the Torchwood team. Oh, and my
2: God, jealous. i would
1: now got photos and autographs from every member of the Torchwood team. Oh. So that was good. And there was one stall that had all the you know, classic comic issues and the ones that you think, I'm never going to see that, that's a key issue, it's worth a lot of money, I'm never going to see that day in my life. They we were all there. I was with my friend and I said to him, that's that one, that's that one, that's that one, pointed to the second row of them and went, that one, that one right there, that changed the comic book industry and it was the Amazing Spider-Man where Gwen Stacy got killed. And it was the, the first death of a major, major character. And it really did change the comic book industry. So to see all these comic books there, I was I was amazed by it. So I had the greatest time ever. I came back every, every day going, oh, I had the greatest time. I had the best time.
2: Yeah, because didn't you say that you went for the whole three days? Yeah, had I went
1: for the... Two and a bit days because Friday they've only got a preview night, which gives you an opportunity to meet up with like cosplayers and stuff, and and see how everyone's dressing up. And
2: did you end up going to that night show on Friday night? Have we seen all the cosplayers and that, or yeah, the preview night. Yeah, the I preview went, night.
1: Yeah, I went to the preview night and saw everyone dressed up, and it was really good. They had like different characters from all over the place, and. Uh, had someone dressed up as a, a spray of Ajax, which is, <laughs> you know, reference to good old Deadpool there. I
2: was gonna um, say, please tell me Deadpool was standing next to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, not. But that oh, at one point, it. at one point, they had a guy dressed as Deadpool wearing the, the giant spray of Ajax, and <laughs> the giant spray of Ajax has Ajax crossed out France is written above it, and that sort of stuff. It was really funny. It was really good. <laughs>
2: God. Yeah, it
1: was. Yeah, I had a great time.
2: Yeah, it, it sounded like an awesome experience. Back to when you were talking about the comics and that, did you see any like besides the one that changed the comic industry forever? Did you see anyone that that like that was your favorite, or they had your favorite, or just something that just stuck had, out for you?
1: They had most of my favorites. I got two comics. I got a classic Batman yeah. and I got the Deadpool and Death Annual of 1998. And that that was one that is not a super rare one, doesn't cost too much money, but was one that I didn't think I'd be able to find or get. And they had it and I was like, sweet. And then within their, their glassed-off collection... There were so many that I was like, that's amazing, that's amazing, that's amazing. I would have bought them all if I could, but it would cost me, you know, my life savings.
2: <laughs> it cost you your life and soul. I would, have to, <laughs> I would have to
1: get a very big loan out to be able to afford it all.
2: Just ask Donald Trump, I'm sure he'll be right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's too busy screwing up America.
2: Yeah, uh, we'll put that nicely, but if you weren't alone, always ask Donald Trump, I mean, fucking he did. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, back to Supernova interview.
1: Yeah, I had a good time, it was, yeah, it was really good.
2: A lot of memories made and...
1: Yeah, it was one of the best, like, one of the best Supernovas. It was a lot more crowded than it had been in the past, but it was it was definitely memorable. Supernovas are always really memorable for me. It's always like, it's like coming home for me. It's it's, I'm so like I go the whole weekend and I'm surrounded by things that I like and m- most of the time around people I like, except for when I go to Sydney Supernova with my friends aren't there. But it's still fun for me and yeah, it's Supernovas are always really good. Um,
2: no, that's good. I'm glad yeah. that you had fun. But speaking of, like how you said about the Sydney Nova, what other conventions will you be going to next? Like, is there any recent ones that are coming up soon that you're interested in? Or
1: um, the next one will be Sydney Supernova, and that will be in June. Um, trying to work that one out because I uh, I also want to go to Throwback the week beforehand, so I might be trying to. Stay up in New South Wales for a week.
2: <laughs> Turn into one of the Mexicans for a week. <laughs> get to the south border. Okay, so Sydney Noble next up. Um,
1: yeah, Sydney Noble. Then
2: actually, then when... Brisbane
1: was Comic Con, but oh. that's not until later in the year. Oh, I
2: was just gonna ask. And when is that on? Like, just a break.
1: That's like September October. Oh,
2: there's still plenty of time. Yeah,
1: it's ages away, and then in November there'll be um, Brisbane Super Noble
2: awesomeness now was there did you end up meeting any of the college mates at supernova i know i wasn't able to go due to life. i was
1: i was working at the college stall one
2: oh yeah that's right our one, college was uh, had a um, booth up didn't they
1: yeah yeah i was at the stall on um on, uh, sunday which was good among other things, I also did the interview on Sunday. Yeah. And I finished getting the last few autographs and photos that I needed to get. And so Sunday was the, the full-on day where I was like, there's no other time to do this. I need to get it done. So I did. Went on your high
2: all, horse. All, co- all,
1: the, all the cosplay interviews you heard and the the Daval interview, all that was done on, on Sunday. It was...
2: You pretty much it just was the, it
1: was the easiest day to do it because Saturday was really full-on so it was hard to to stop people and be like hey do you want take in do I do an interview
2: I was just gonna say you smashed everything on Sunday which was good yeah uh, there must have been so many people there though on the first two like, especially Saturday there must have been heaps of them
1: well Friday night was pretty easy going there was' not many people there but Saturday it was it was packed there was so many people. And it was so full on, yeah. It was it was the second most packed a supernova has ever been. Wow.
2: Well. The first
1: being Sydney Supernova, where there's almost no room to walk.
2: You'd have to do Which, the whole shuffle, 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 shuffle you, when you go you through. You really
1: would. Like, they've, they've made it better now. And the, the whole problem with lines, like, lines used to take, like, four hours. And they fixed it up because supernova... And now allows you to buy your tokens online. And that's not just for Sydney. That was for the Gold Coast as well, which made that experience easier. And it'll make Brisbane Supernova easier. Oh, I can't wait for
2: that one.
1: It'll make it all easier because I'll be able to just get them online and not worry about that on the day.
2: Yeah.
1: Whereas, So, like, in one day I'd bought all my tokens and and my ticket to go in. So I, I walked in going, okay. Good. I don't have to worry about that now.
2: Nice. So that was good. Yeah. Okay, so I've got another question up my sleeve here, Eddie. Okay. Favorite supernova memory? Like, I know you said it first what was the most exciting bit, and you're like, oh, there were so many. But was there a, one particular memory that you'll keep forever, mm-hmm. or.
1: Not so much specific memory, but my favourite of the supernovas was the the first supernova I went to, which was three years ago. And I I saw it was my yeah, it was my first supernova. Um, it was my second convention. My first convention was the week earlier. I went to one called Lords of Time, which was important to me because I met my best friend there. And so Good. The week later, I was after having been to that. I was so pumped, and I came out of it with like a bunch of photos and a bunch of autographs from from people. And I bought a stack of stuff. It was it was overwhelmingly good for me. Like I think I had such a good time.
2: I'm glad to. I'm glad that you had a good time. Thank you for. Allow me to question you, even though I do it automatically. <laughs> but no, thank you for allowing me to ask questions about your experience with Supernova.
1: No problem. Okay, guys, that's that's it for today.
2: Thank you for joining us, like always. I'm Edmund. And this is Jazz.
1: And you were listening to The Retrocast. You can find us at Facebook on www.facebook.com
2: forward slash Retro Nerd
1: Or you can find us now on iTunes by searching Retro Nerd Inc.
2: Thanks, guys.